Inquisitive Nobody, I'm your host, Martini Jean. This is where I discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even though our perspectives might not be shared. All right. Hello. How are you? I am okay. Uh, happy. I mean, I know it's the day after, but happy Thanksgiving. And today, happy Black Friday. Hope you got all your, uh, um, your, uh, Black Friday sales and didn't get trampled or anything like that. But also, too, also, too, can I forget, can I forget, um, happy Native American Heritage Day for all the people who do not celebrate necessarily Thanksgiving, but they still celebrate getting together with family. But for those people who are anti-Thanksgiving, the brand, you know, a.k.a. Massacre Day, happy Native American Heritage Day. All right welcome how are you all right so this is married at first sight season 13 episode 18 houston reunion part one yes part one Mm-hmm. we're doing it again folks i think this is going to be another three-parter you know part one part two and then the where are they now so just grin and bear with it but again i guess it is good because the way that they really break it down this is of course they go through every couple and then then they only talk to the guys, then they talk to the girls, but now they're getting the experts at the they're getting the experts in the mix of the reunion. So it actually is pretty good that we get this whole like every dynamic thing. And then of course at the end, all the couples are together so 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 everybody can like listen at the same time and stuff like that. So it's pretty good. I I, I do admit, even though I hate that it drags like that, but it's actually good because you get a whole perspective and definitely not like bits and pieces where maybe it was just the reunion and then, all right, we got everything. All right, peace, everybody. See you later. But now it's really just driving that point home that we have exhausted this season. We have talked to everybody individually as a couple with their gender and with the experts we did not leave anything out so that's what i like so part one here we go so first up is uh oh wait at first it's been four months since the uh end of the the end of their filming again we never know what the date is of when they film and when it ends. I don't know the date of their wedding and stuff like that, but it's been four months since decision day for them. Okay. And I think the, where are they now is probably, I don't even know when the, how far the, when are they now is, I think maybe they said it last season. I I, I don't know when that is, but well, we haven't even gotten to the, where are they now? We haven't even gotten to part two yet, but, but, but regardless, it's been four months since decision day for these people. All right. So, first up is Rachel and Jose so a couple of answers the name the mysterious name that I mean I thought that it was still mysterious it actually was Johnny she actually called him Johnny I thought it was something else but I guess she was and I believe she was referring to you know Johnny from the show so it was very weird again it was very weird that 
Um, Jose went cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, calling, uh, what's her name? Uh, Rachel calling, Rachel calling Jose Johnny, and her immediately, you know, um, apologizing again and, and and then him going eep shit but uh, again like I, I don't know because f- from her point of view i mean even though she really didn't say it because he said yo you called me by another man's name um and she said i immediately apologized but like the thing is it's like to in her I don't know. From what I'm getting from her, it was, I mean, of course it was an innocent mistake, but I don't know if from her, from her, from her end, it seems like, oh, they were just watching television, but from him and the way that he just like, even with the first diary cam, when he told us that, um, oh, yo, he, you know, she called me by another man. It, it was clearly at nighttime yeah, and he was and he went outside to the, um, the hallway. So it was like, it, it's gotta, it had, deduction believes believes me to believe that it was during sex or them kissing being intimate because i still don't get how he would just go crazy if it was just a simple hey uh johnny i mean uh jose can you pass the remote you know like she must have been they must have been like enthralled whatever maybe he was eating her out something kissing whatever and then she's like oh johnny i, I mean jose I'm like wait what B- bitch what <laughs> you know um and then she's like oh i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry you know it has to be something like that granted i'm not saying that he was right to lock her out and do all that stuff but i do and i would if, if if that was the case i would understand the anger but as of right now i don't understand the anger because at first i didn't even think i didn't even believe anybody what this show was telling me that the name was johnny until they confirmed it at the reunion i thought it was another name and the um and the name was like you know her ex or something like that then like yeah i'd be furious too but no, it was Johnny. It was Johnny, and still, I don't know. I, I still believe there is something there that they have not told us yet. There has to be. I don't know. I don't know. I, I really can't unless, unless that's what it was. And then, you know, it was something um super innocent, and uh, what's his name is super insecure. I mean, maybe he is. So, yeah, just hearing another name that's not him that's not his he gets triggered but at the same time i don't know it's like i don't i don't see how i really don't see how he would have wild out like that if it wasn't in an intimate position and she called him by another name and somebody that they both know like (laughs) you know what i mean weird but anyway um we find out that they broke up not necessarily divorced they, they, they but they broke up and they and they have been taking a break but now they've been recently back together um and yeah she she moved out um because i i guess the thing was like she was i don't know it was weird because 
she was saying like she couldn't stand him saying like so when are you gonna pack your stuff you know to bring in the house because i think he just wanted the whole moving in situation to just be over with because it's not gonna be his house anymore it's gonna be their house and like he he never really liked his stuff being moved over or things being added to so i think he felt some type of way about it but again she moved out which was a self-fulfilling prophecy for jose because he always looked at her as a uh fly-by-nighter i think maybe that's the wrong um uh phrase um like oh the fight or flight so she always flies um and he's been scared of that because that's happened three times already in this show the first time no i don't remember the first time (laughs) the second time was the um the uh the locking out thing but i mean essentially i mean well no no no, not the locking out the the day after the locking out where she's like i'm not gonna be your wife anymore and then like she left that was that and then the other time was this time so i guess maybe it was two times but for some reason i think it's three but definitely at least two at least two times um and um i don't i don't like this because when he was trying because they thought they were done and yeah um jose thought that they were done when she moved out but like he was trying you know because he loves his wife he's like no 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 let's 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 keep it going let's keep it going like let me take you out let me take you out and she's like all right you know you can take me out but you know um the spark isn't there and it's like okay so like that's kind of i don't know that's to me that's bullshit not bullshit but it's like that's fucked up like you're saying you thought that they you thought that you guys were done when you moved out but you still accepted a date from him and of course you know you didn't pay (laughs) why would you (laughs) you know so i i don't like that i don't i don't like that you're like taking advantage of that like oh we're done but yeah you could you could still take me out though that's fine like huh so we're done but you still want me to spend my money on you like come on that that doesn't make any sense to me like yeah and she's like you can take me out but the spark isn't there so why the fuck am i taking you out then (laughs) so you can get a (laughs) yo how crazy is that you're saying that you're done so now you're trying to get a free meal out of who possibly is your ex-husband you're trying to get a free meal from your ex-husband. Like, does that not sound crazy to you? I don't. I don't know. Well, maybe that. Maybe that's me. And then people, uh, Kevin Frazier was saying, "Oh, yeah. Oh, because you know Kevin Kevin Frazier's back, and you know he's he's been such a great host. Um, I I really like that he's an he one. I like that he's an actual fan, and two, that he asks good questions. Um, people are like, oh." Um, was Summer Rachel, uh, uh, you know, was, uh, an issue of this? And she was like, no, no, no. But, you know, while they were, were, while they were gone, I mean, while they took their little break, she did go on trips and, but like trips with like plural, like trips. Um, Summer is only like three months long. Where are you going where you're taking multiple trips? And remember for her, 
she she likes those eight and nine hour flights. She doesn't do those road trip shits. So like she's going on a plane somewhere. So she went on at least two trips during the summer. So like this is why she's in such a debt. <laughs> like that's great that you're having fun, but now future you you're, you're costing future you a, a a life because you're spending all this money. Um, so I want to know where the hell she was going. <laughs> but anyway, um, but yeah, uh, but the thing is, they uh, he kind of they he uh, Jose. Speaking of the vacation stuff, uh, Jose wanted to set the record straight where he says that like, listen, you know, when he does go on vacation, he balls out. And Rachel's like, yeah, like sometimes I want him to calm down. Like I'm the one who says, hey, let's not spend so much money on this. So I'm like, all right, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, Jose. Yeah, so he says he spends too much money while they travel. And she wants to, and she wants to be the cheaper one. She wants to be she wants to be the cheaper one so they can travel more. So like let's say he goes to like one spot, let's go, I don't know, Maldives or something. You know, he's gonna get the best resort, the best hotel and stuff like that. And she's like, nah, like if we went if we went, if we were able to cut our costs in half, we can go on another trip, you know, next week in the summer. Because I'm summer Rachel. You know, so um Yeah, so uh, so Kevin asks, you know, you say Jose, <clears throat> you say Jose is your soulmate. Do you feel the same way now? And she says, listen, you know, if I dreamt up the same guy, it's Jose. Like I'm describing Jose because she was saying, like, yeah, she thought about not leaving him, but what she was missing. <clears throat> I mean, what her ideal guy was, and she was explaining her husband. Like, very thoughtful, fighting for her, and all that stuff, blah, blah, blah. Again, I hate that phrase, fighting for me, when I, you're the one that I'm fighting. <laughs> you know? I'm not, it's not you and me versus the issue. You are the issue. <laughs> and I'm fighting you. So I hate that shit. So let's stop fighting and start fucking. You know what I mean? But anyway, um, that's how she is. But yeah, she was just saying that. She was describing Jose. So good for her so they're trying to i mean i guess as i mean i don't know right now right now you know the where are they now thing but as of right now they are as of this special this part one they are they are they have reconciled and they're trying to get back together to where they were so there's there's that so brett and brian super quick of course they said no of course they're still not together but they said there's, there's no bad blood um, but the very interesting thing was, is that I was going to try and spill some tea that I got from another website. I mean, another podcast, but cool thing was that they decided to spill the tea on this uh, episode. So what the, so what the tea was, it was from, um, uh, Tammy's tattle, tattle, tell tales. Oh, wow. Tammy, Tamara's <laughs> Tamara tattle. Tamara Tattletales. There you go. Sorry. Tamara Tattletales. And basically what she was saying was that Brett is not at all what we seem, what she seems, and that <clears throat> she heard that, well, first, she watches uh, Married at First Sight Unfiltered, which is like that 15 to 20 minute like after show thing. I Not that I refuse to watch, but I'm like, I'm done. I just want to watch the episode itself. And I'm good. But anyway, Brett was saying that, uh, sorry, 
Ryan was saying that on the couple's retreat, he went in with the goal in mind to fix everything with Brett. But to but in Brett's case, it was, you know, a little too little too late. So we find out that uh, Ryan has been saying that, yeah, she's been coming home. I think maybe they stayed for four or five nights or something, but let's say, let's say that four or five nights, but every night she'd be coming home at like two, three o'clock in the morning. And it's like, what the fuck? Like where your ass is going, you know, where, where, who's she chilling with? You know? So come to find out that, well, allegedly that she found somebody, she gave her number to somebody and she's been seeing somebody on the side and, up until uh, the reunion, she's still been, not even up until the reunion, like, still at the reunion, like, she's been seeing this person. So, but that, but the thing is, if that was true, then she was with somebody before she found out that Ryan was on a dating site and matched with her friend. And it'd be, and it'd be very hypocritical because Brett said, damn, you couldn't wait one more week uh, until, like, we divorced each other because we knew that this was over. So it was kind of go like, uh, what is it? Calling the, calling the, what? Calling the pedal, the pedal, calling the kettle black. Like the pot, the pot calling the kettle black. <laughs> because it was like, okay, sure. That was a messed up thing that Ryan did. But mm, last week, you freaking met somebody and you've been chilling with him. So regardless, if you guys thought it was over, that's still wrong. Just as just as wrong as you thought that Ryan was doing it is wrong that you were doing it, even though you were in the wrong because Ryan is an idiot and he can't speak to you. Um, so they bring that up and they and, and the sister uh, Kevin brings out uh ryan's sister and she's like oh yeah yeah we all love brad and we're so like sad that it wasn't working but you know i have this thing that like you've been seeing somebody you're still seeing him right now and she's like no that's not true there's rumors and there's facts so like she's not denying that she did kind of meet somebody but that it fizzled super quick but still i mean aren't you admitting that that that's true then <laughs> you know um but you know, and, and Ryan was like, yeah, I mean, I've heard rumblings as well, but I didn't want to say anything. You know, so Ryan's trying to be the really stand-up guy because even though, yeah. So so that might be a thing where, like, okay, maybe Ryan did hear about the boyfriend thing. So he's like, all right, fine. I'm just going to go, go on a dating site then. There you go. And then uh, Brett found out you know just just the same as we did and he could have been like well you were dating somebody last week when we were on the couples retreat but he could have been a stalwart gentleman and been you know the southern gentleman that she said and was like you know what i'm not gonna shout her out i was in the wrong my bad yeah that was me that was my fault excuse me we out you know so maybe ryan is the good guy in this situation and maybe we shouldn't be so hard on him who knows but something's fishy with brett she's not as innocent as she claims to be but she was banging at the freaking reunion what tatas were out it was that nice green dress oh man and the and her ooh, like freshly done red hair fam that chick is bad y'all again i don't know if i would marry her she seems cool 
but I would definitely smash. Like, what? Like, not, no hesitation whatsoever. Are you kidding me? What? Yeah, so, anyway, I just think that she's bad, but, but hey, what's his face doesn't? Okay, then, then that's him, okay? Anyway, um, so, that's the end of that. We go to Mirla and Gil. Um, so they sit there. Um, she's talking about she didn't necessarily like the ribbing that, uh, Gil would do, um, because no one has ever called her that to her face that she's high maintenance or whatever. They just, you know, I guess her previous boyfriends just let it slide because, you know, they wanted to beat because again, Mirla is attractive. She has a great body. I would want to smash too. So yeah, I wouldn't want to say anything for fear of rocking that boat. Who's to say that they did or not? But I'm sure they. That's probably the reason why they didn't do it because Mirla is clearly high maintenance. <laughs> clearly, I don't care if she's you know female empowerment, blah blah blah, whatever. You know, oh she can go get her money, but that's fine. That's fine. I'm not saying that she can't get all those things but let's call the spade a spade she is high maintenance okay she got her boobs done she has to get her lashes done every week um and she's very particular about her lashes because she won't put like sunglasses on or blindfolds on or whatever very careful about how she dresses she buys red bottoms high maintenance and, and, you know, that's fine if you want to be that. But um, clearly there's some people who don't like that. Like there's this, re there's this um, realtor that I follow on Instagram. And she's bad. But she is also high maintenance. Like I would never get with her. I mean, granted, she has a man and she lives out of state. But... Um, She's banging, you know, but she likes high quality foods. She dresses very preppy, proper, all that stuff. I don't know if she's high maintenance, but she's definitely bougie, super bougie. And that's how she is. But so um, Kevin Frazier asks, have they been together? You know, are they still married? And then Gil says, we have not been together since decision day. Because Gil said, after 14 days, Mirla decided that she didn't want to be with him anymore. Completely out of the blue. I was super shocked about that. I was like, what? Because they look, I mean, they didn't look so good together. But, you know, they had their little ribbing and all that stuff. But... You know, I thought it was in good jest and they would figure out a way to balance each other out. But Mirla was like, nah, I ain't having that. Because she said that she could see that he wasn't happy the way that they were living. Because, of course, again, she was not going to look, give up her lifestyle. So she was going to keep doing her bougie things and she can see that he was not happy. So since he wasn't going to pull the plug, she was going to do it as like a martyr type of thing and 
I get it. I get it. I mean, I can kind of see that because I think that's what my ex-fiance did too. Where she saw that I wasn't happy, but I wasn't going to give up on the relationship. Um, because I loved her. Why would I? So she wanted to make the call and break it off before it became worse or something like that. Or like, you know, let's say we had like children and then it'd be worse because now there's a broken home. And that's one of my biggest fears. I would never want that to happen. Um, what she was talking about, some of some of some of her issues was the financial stability. And then Gil was like, "Yo, I'm not gonna let you make me go out like a punk," because he, he says that he makes a hundred dollars more than her every two weeks. So he's technically making more money than her so he doesn't understand where this thing is like he's poor he just likes to conserve his money and um and he has an amazing pension but she said that she felt no chemistry and that's fucked up because yes she um what's it called she was herself throughout the whole process but then remember she said that once she felt comfortable with somebody then that's when she would you know, have sex with them, and then that's when it's real. So, like, why did she decide to have sex with him if there was no chemistry? Like, you just went back on your own thing, and he wasn't even um, pressuring you into doing that. So, it, that must have been real, right? No? Because you waited, you waited six weeks to kiss this dude. No. No, you waited four weeks to kiss this dude, and then you made him wait two more weeks to smash to only say that there was no chemistry. You just broke your own rule. And he didn't even make you do that. So, like, why? Why do that? Like, and she kept saying, that, oh, he's a great person, blah, blah, blah. And, but, you know, he's just not for me. Which, you know, that always sucks. Where it's a great person, but not a great partner. But at the same time, I didn't like, I didn't like that whole thing. And everybody was devastated. And I told you. I told you I didn't like Mirla. And everyone and everyone everyone's saying, Oh, it's it's the editing, it's the editing. You know, they're they're painting her out to be a bitch, blah blah blah. Nope. That's her. One hundred percent her. It's messed up what she did. She made him believe that he was getting somewhere where she didn't like him from the jump. And I told you that she didn't. From the again, from the superficial stuff. Oh, he's bald. So that's it. He's 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 done. So even though he showed how wonderful of a person he is throughout the eight weeks, she was still like nah. And gave him the box, and was like nah. Like, what is going on, man? Like that's so messed up. I don't get it. I don't get it. And they don't really go too much into it. But I know that next ep next episode, they're gonna they're going to sit down and talk to the experts and I I can't wait for that because I want to know what's going on and you got, you got Gil crying and all that stuff because he said he's never cried throughout the entirety of the show but now at the reunion that's when he's bawling out so I definitely need to see what is going and she was stone cold too stone cold in saying this stuff and I'm like you see I don't know why people were team Mirla ah, women that's right get that coin girl mm -hmm, don't don't whatever bow down to no man blah 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 now look at your girl this is this your king is she your king this is your queen right now this is who you want 
See, Mirla is the modern woman. And this is the problem with a modern woman. Her. Look at her. If you want to aspire to that, fine. Be wealthy. Gain whatever you want, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But be lonely. <laughs> that is your end goal. And you know what? If you want to do that, it's all good. But don't expect to have a partner in this lifetime. Maybe in the next, but not now. Go ahead. You do that. Be be Mirla. Have, have her be your inspiration. Okay? See how far that gets you in life. But anyway, yeah, I can't wait for next week because I need to see. I need to delve into this more. But it's messed up that she did that. She played Gil like a fiddle. It's fucked up. All right. Next, um, they had the guy. They had the guys round table. Um, everybody, everybody was commending Gil's patience, as 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 was I, because you know, come on. <laughs> um, and they were like, "Oh, would any other guy want to, you know, switch positions with him and have those problems?" And then, uh. Zach was like, oh, yeah, I, I would definitely would. And I understand that. Who wants Zach's problems? But then Johnny was like, oh, yeah, I would, I would, you know, switch those problems too. Fam, stop it. Johnny, you had no problems, okay? The, the problems was were, was you <laughs> giving your quote-unquote 150%. Fam, you had no problems. You had a chick who wanted your dick every fucking night, who cooked for you, who was into you, had, who had a crush on you for 10 years. You know? She had a crush on you for 10 years. She loved your dick, um, no matter how small it was. And she had a crush on you. And she was smart. Like, what problems did you have? Oh, because she didn't wash every fucking day? And what else? She wanted to, like, ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> call call the fucking cops you know she she was she was learning your she was learning your family's names in mandarin just because she wanted to honor them like that's effort bro what do you huh oh i like to i like to switch my problems i like to switch my problems really you would like to switch your problems with mirla when mirla again didn't want to have sex with anybody and um bow wanted to have sex with you every day why would you want to switch that you're an idiot you're an idiot what are you talking about you, you think you'd be you think it, it was hard to get through to bow you know about like not touching and all that stuff look at freaking mirla she's a freaking stone cold killer she would have never touched you ever Imagine having that conversation with Bao, you know, about like the sex and all that stuff. You wouldn't, you wouldn't, she wouldn't even entertain that idea, Mirla. Like, what do you, shut up, shut up, Johnny, shut up. You're an idiot. Anyway, um, but yeah, but then, um, then they started having fun because you see that Jose and Johnny got a, bromance going on and like i get and i didn't even know they hung out that much but again but you see that's probably why rachel 
said Johnny by accident because maybe they were hanging out with each other a lot. So, you know, by osmosis, bam, you know, Johnny, Jose, whatever. So that's one thing, but I still think there's something, there's something afoot. I just don't know what it is. I can't, I can't place my uh, finger on it. But anyway, then we get to Michaela and Zach. Michaela doesn't want to uh, sit down with Zach, you know, just like how every couple was since the beginning of this damn show. Um, even freaking Chris and Paige sat with each other, and they shouldn't have. But Michaela wants to be all high and mighty. He's like, no, I cannot. I cannot uh, sit on the same place with Zach. So they oblige. So he's backstage watching the show while Michaela is on the couch and, you know, she's saying all these things and Zach is not believing her. Then they switch roles. Zach is out there. Michaela's is in the back and he's saying, yo, everything she's saying is stupid. And she's like, yep, you see, he said that he would deny it. Oh my God, he said he would deny it. And she is just looking crazier and crazier by the minute. And she's saying things that we know to be true. And she's lying to us. I forgot which one it was where it was like, she was saying, oh, I never, damn, not that I never called you crazy. I forgot what it was. But um, I was like, you, you know, Michaela, you did say that. I, I have the episode number right here and the timestamp of when you said what you just are denying that you didn't say. What do you mean? You're crazy. And then Michaela can't take it anymore because she can't handle the, I don't know, mental abuse. So she goes out and then he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. you let Michaela freaking speak by herself. Can I speak by myself? So he's like, yo, I'm out of here. I'm leaving. And then he leaves and then she leaves the stage too. And it's just, just fuckery all around. But that's the end of the episode. And, you know, shit's going to explode next week where they talk about the experts and then other people accusing other people of going out with their spouse and all this shit freaking for some reason johnny's getting all the all the women like he's getting mirla and some was it rachel i think it was mirla and rachel like they're all hugging up on him for like some odd reason and johnny thinks he's a shit no you ain't my dude you're not you're garbage you're garbage all right you're a garbage person johnny and you need some serious therapy um but not your garbage but anyway um yeah that was the end of the episode but i can't wait for next week uh let's see what we're on we are on this uh this is uh you know what we're up to the skin deeps the and self-edition card game and we're up to card number 63 so card 63 tells us let's see hold on hold on hold on to your love you got to hold on. Please don't copyright me. Um, let's see. 63. Card 60. Oh, good Lord. Card 63. Card 63 says, uh, What will remain after I die? Wow. What will remain after I die? What will remain after I die? Hopefully, my works. I would love for my works to live on after me i mean technically they will but i mean for it to resonate and people look back at it and be like oh wow like this guy was really good you know and all my stuff and and i would i would want people to like find this treasure trove and stuff like i want people to find my old podcasts and like listen to them and 
see not this different side, but like just see um, just this life that I had and, and all these, uh, I don't want to say intellectual, that's very pompous, but like, like, man, this guy knew what he was talking about, or he's just fascinating to listen to, you know, just like with Patrice O'Neill, you know, rest his soul. I love listening to his old stuff, not even his comedy bits, but just interviews that I fall upon or whatever, some of his Black Phillip stuff. And there's like hours upon hours upon hours upon hours upon hours upon hours of things about him that like you feel like his entire life is in audio form and he's just a thrill to listen to because that dude is fucking so smart and he's like telepathic he's like talking about future shit that's happening right now and he died like almost 10 years ago you know what i mean so he's freaking awesome and i love listening to that stuff but like for me i kind of want it to be like that but like more so just my works and like wow man like you really had good stuff i wish he was still here making these things well i mean i don't that sounds like i die earlier than i'm supposed to i don't want it to be like that but like i mean you know, I, I would like to be, I would like to um, pass at an old age, but, you know, after that, after I pass, I want to, I want my works to live on and say that, like, this guy had a good body of work, and I'm glad that he was able to get things that he wanted to get out. You know, that's my thing. But, um, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully that works out. So, um that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to the Inquisitive Nobody podcast. You can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, Listen Notes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Vero at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D. That is at Tink pod and dm me dm me any questions or anything like that you know if you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss you can email me at t-i-n-q-p-o-d-c-a-s-t at gmail.com that is t-i-n-q-p-o-d-c-a-s-t tink podcast at gmail.com and i'll read your suggestions on the end on the next show so after today's episode i'm not saying i have the dating world figured out but i am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it thank you for listening My name is Martini Jean, and I am the Inquisitive Nobody.